the crew all season long on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings. Now, live from American Family Field, here's your host, Dominic Catronio. What a beautiful day to open up the roof and even better results in this one. Brewers win the series, win the game, 6-1 to one the final. They mash out 11 hits, highlighted by a three-run seventh inning to create some space. The bullpen has been phenomenal. Freddie Peralta was terrific today, and Christian Yelich, man, after all of that yesterday, everyone complaining, everyone, you know, being a little too negative, if you ask me, comes back and reminds everybody, hey, there's a lot of season to play and adjustments can be made. I'm Dom Catronio. Jeff Cirillo is with us as well. Jeff, I mean, let's just start with Yelich. Going, that's exactly, you could not have scripted it any better for Christian Yelich and for the Brewers to say, man, that stunk on Saturday. I wonder what he's going to do tomorrow. You can't draw it up any better than that. Three hits, including a homer. Yeah, I mean, the first one, I mean, in the major leagues, the first hit is always the toughest hit to get in the first bat. He lines up all the opposite field, and then he gets rewarded for that, and he gets another one in the opposite field, and then he hits the the big home run. I mean, it was a big home run, dead center. I mean, that's big boy territory. So it was good to see him get off the snide, so to speak. And I mean, look, he's hitting 260, he's drawing his walks, and, and even the strikeout that he had looked like a questionable pitch. So it looked like he saw the ball really well today. I think one thing with Yelich, some fans sort of complain about it. I don't mind it at all. When he starts peppering the other way, and he's showing off that he's letting the ball travel and comfortable putting barrel on ball and ripping it the other way, personally, I think that's a great sign for Christian because his power is not really to the pole side. His power is up the middle and to the other way, and if he can find more gaps that way, that's how I see this season being successful for him. What do you make of him being able to use the opposite field so well? Well, I think that he's in a position where he is kind of a leadoff hitter because he's a great base runner. He, he takes pitches. He draws walks. He gives deep into counts. And like you said, you know, I mean, his power is to the opposite field, and, uh, and today was a good day, and, and he showed it. And with Yelich at the top of the order, like I said in last night's show, that's a spot I think that is the most successful spot for him. You said it just there. He's a leadoff hitter, and sometimes leadoff hitters, including Christian, has said this before. It's like, well, you only lead off really once, but he did lead off a couple of times. But the thought is the guy who's leading off is guaranteed the most plate appearances per game. And you want the guy, for me anyway, that's going to guarantee you a tough plate appearance that can draw a walk, that does have speed, that when he's on the bases, you're confident that if there's a ball in the gap and he's on first base, that he can score on. I think Christian fits that description perfectly. Oh, absolutely. And if you look at the way the the balance of the lineup goes, I mean, you have Terang hitting eighth, you have Weimer hitting ninth, and you have Yelich hitting first. I mean, it's basically like you have three leadoff hitters, that can just roll through that lineup, and then you get to the bigger hitters with Adamas. And look at I mean, Adamas is, looks to me like he's going to have even a bigger breakout season the way he's using the middle of the field. And that's something he did so well in 2021, right? When when Willie first arrived to this team, he was really showing off that, yeah, I've got opposite field power. And it's something he never really tapped into last year. Pitchers made an adjustment to him. He couldn't quite make the adjustment back to the opposite field. We saw a lot more swing and miss from him last season. The other thing, though, with Willie that I'm so excited about is he's a notorious slow starter. And the fact that he's got off to such a great April, uh, pulling up his splits right now, for the month of April in his career, 
prior to this year, he was hitting about 210. Right now, he's now hitting over 300 with that three-hit day today. And for him to be performing early in the season is something that is not normal for him and should be a good sign of things to come. Yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like he's established himself as a middle-of-the-order type threat. I mean, big two-out uh, double today to get the get the Brew Crew started. I want to get to the text line here, 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Again, 855-616-1620. Josh in the 414, nice to see Yelich, Adamas, and Telez make contributions to the production today and talk about guts with the bullpen. Lots of pressure, and they didn't fold. There's just something about the Brewers on Easter. We Plenty of Dale Swain memories here at the ballpark today. Let's talk about the, I mean, those three guys he mentions, Yelich, Adamas, and Telez. It, it's uh, We talk about the first week of the season, it's all about the rookies, and today was an example. The rookies didn't quite have the same day they had been having, and the veterans saying, all right, hey, you know, we, we can hit two a little bit, and that's exactly how they carried this offense. Yeah, I think that Telez's stat's a little bit misleading. I've seen him in the last three games just pepper some balls. I didn't get a sack fly the other day, but using the middle field, and his power will be there. And He's just had, got a great setup at the plate, and I don't think that his struggles will continue. Yeah, for, for Rowdy today, he had the big RBI double, two runs scored. Uh, he also, another sign of good things to come for Rowdy, he didn't strike out today. He's seen the ball well. He got in some deep counts as well. We've talked about Yelich. We've talked about Adamas. Even William Contreras having a two-hit day. Uh, great stuff from those guys. It's an example of the rookies picked up the Vets in the first week. Now is the Vets' turn to help things out. Uh, and... We've gone far too long in this show without talking about Freddie Peralta because I thought that was one heck of a gutsy effort from Freddie, especially to be asked to come back out there for that sixth inning. He crossed over 100 pitches. He's the first Brewers pitcher to pass 100 pitches this season, and he gets a couple of big strikeouts there at the end, still humming it in there, 95, 96 miles an hour. This dude looks healthy, and he's sending a notice to the rest of the National League, right? Boy, he does. This is a completely different pitcher than I saw from last year's guys, velocity's up, and he just looks like, like he's very energetic and athletic on the mound. Like you said, he pushed into the the hundred pitch mark, and um, I mean, other than maybe a few bouts of erraticness, I mean, he has swing and miss pitch with his slider and his elevated fastball for sure. And with with Freddie being healthy, and yes, Corbin's gotten off to a slow start, but Brandon Woodruff, as like we talked about the other night, maybe the best pitcher in baseball since he came back from the injured list, and that's not hyperbole. Uh, And you look at Wade Miley, what he's been able to do since he'll start in two days against the Diamondbacks. There's a lot to like from this starting rotation, and we'll talk about more about the Cardinals and the Central a little bit later on in the show, but I look at, look, Corbin's going to get better, obviously, and if things are going rolling along, I think Lauer's going to figure things out too. This is a one through five that, when healthy, man, they are going to be a serious, serious issue for the rest of the league that I think a lot of folks have kind of taken for granted of how deep this pitching staff really is. I think you're exactly right. I think always going into every year, it seems like the Brewers pitching is always a little bit underrated or, or a little bit unknown. But but these guys, I mean, you look at the back of their baseball cards, they've had some serious success the last three years. And with Riley being a veteran like he is, filling that five-hole, just allows them to flip the lineup or flip it into the the number one with Burns. Uh, Another text in here from Doug talking, it's really nice to have a third starter that will be a number one on most teams. This guy is back. 
The big three wins about 75% of the time they pitch. I don't know why people think Cardinals are above the Brewers. The pitching does not compare. Looking forward to the Arizona series. Two good young teams. Thanks for the text there, Doug. If you want to chime in, 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank Get old. Uh, we'll move on with the show here in just a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit of Cardinals. We're going to talk a little bit of the Central and talking more about the offensive approach as a whole. Before we do that, I want to remind you that the show is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. Fifth Third Bank, a local Milwaukee team. Fifth Third also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank National Association member FDIC. More to come. Brewers Extra Innings with you until 5.30 tonight right here on the home of the Brewers, 620 WTMJ. Now more Brewers Extra Innings presented by Fifth Third Bank on WTMJ. 2-2 pitch coming. Associates of Wisconsin strikeout for Freddie. Cardinals strand a pair. Oh, the one, the only Bob Euchre. Seven strikeouts today for Freddie. So he gets the win. Six strong as well. Only allowed one run that came back in the fourth. Brewers win six to one. This is Brewers Extra Innings, 855 616 1620. Again, 855 616 1620. That is the old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. We're with Jeff Cirillo still here until the top of the hour with you, Jeff. And what I want to talk about with this bullpen right now, it's a little bit of everything for everybody, and this is exactly what we teed up yesterday, meaning, hey, the leverage guys are rested and ready to go. They are going to pitch in today's game. Bush, it got a little dicey there in the eighth inning, but kudos to him for getting the strikeout of Wilson Contreras off the bench, then getting Tommy Edmond to pop out on a 3-1 offering. That was very odd. And then Hobie Milner cleans up the job once again with the inherited runners, gets the job done. This dude, I don't think he has a heart rate when he comes in with inherited runners because he's now inherited seven runners. Six of them have been left stranded this season, picking up exactly where he left off. Uh, who impressed you today the most out of the bullpen of, of their work and what they had to do? I thought Strzelecki was was probably the best that I saw out of the bullpen. Looks like he'd come up with a more of a changeup this year as a secondary pitch. Where last year it seemed like he would just go power up top, you know, the top of the zone. So it looks like the changeup is going to be a much better weapon for him this year. Yeah, he got a couple whiffs on that pitch, including one on Brendan Donovan. Got on the tap back to him as well, and he also had to deal with some adversity too after the two out walk to. Burleson in front of Goldschmidt. That's kind of like a cardinal sin there. Uh, no pun intended, and especially on Easter for that matter. But then uh, Nolan Arenado, he gets him to strike out swinging on a slider. I mean, that was when the game was still 2 nothing, and it was still uh, in question of what the final would be, or excuse me, 3 nothing at that time. Then the Brewers took that momentum into the bottom of the seventh inning with four straight hits, starting by the Yelich, or uh, after the strikeout of Weimer, the Yelich homer, Winker single, Adamas single, and then the two-run double by Telez. That really sparked it, so I guess that can lead us. I'm going to guess that that is your pick for today's difference-making moment of the game, brought to you by Annex Wealth Management. Strzelecki getting out of that top of the seventh? No, I'd actually say it would put it on um, Chris Hook going back out there when Bush was struggling, and then he fell behind on the pinch hitter, Contreras, 
and then he was able to come back, strike him out, and then get the pop out. I think that was where the, the balance of the game laid. Chris Hook knows what he's doing with those well-timed visits, right? I think he does a great job understanding when his pitcher might be in danger, things of that nature. I, I'm with you on a mound visit then for my difference-making moment of the game, but I'm going to go a little bit earlier, all right? Top of the third inning, game still scoreless. After an 11-pitch battle with Alec Burleson, he ends up reaching on a catcher's interference. So it put runners on first and second, and Goldschmidt coming up, and it was... Uh, William Contreras going out there to chat with Freddie, to calm him down, to get him ready for a big at-bat. And Goldschmidt came in with great numbers in his career against Peralta. He even fell behind 2-0, and but ultimately got him to ground out to short. Then the Brewers got the two uh, the two-run double from Willie in the bottom half of that inning. So that was my difference-making moment. It could have easily unraveled on Freddie there with two men on, two men out in the meat of that order coming up and after an 11-pitch battle. That's. I thought that was some serious stones from Freddie to rebound. Yeah, I do too. I think that you're you're seeing a guy that looks like he's completely healthy. He looks really athletic, really energetic on the mound, uh, attacking, attacking hitters. It's that's what I felt when I was watching him today. Attacking is fun, and that kind of Willie or that kind of Freddie is the kind of guy that the Brewers are very excited to see in 2023. Annex Wealth Management is different, not driven by commission sales, not pushing financial products you may not actually need. For elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need, contact Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. NXWealth.com. Uh, Willie and Yelly both with three hit games in this one. Uh, now they join Brian Anderson at three hit games during this homestand right now. The offense, if it's a balanced attack like it has been in these first nine games of the season, I think the Brewers are going to be more successful as opposed to relying on one guy. Right? I didn't expect to say that Christian Yelich was going to hit a home run before William Contreras or hit a you know as many home runs as Roddy Telez in the first nine games of the season, but that's what's happened because the Brewers truly do have power one through nine, but they can live without it because they can hit doubles, they can use their speed. They're a team that when they're balanced is when they're most dangerous, not relying on one white-hot guy. Yeah, it's been an impressive uh, watch so far for me, just watching the young guys, just their team defense, their team speed. You know, speed... Um, gets on display not just on on the offensive side of the ball just beating balls out or taking extra bases but it shows up on defense as well and so uh, mitchell out in center field even weimer playing center field i mean he broke back on a ball really well today and to your point when o'neill had the same type of ball that, that carried over his head where you felt like maybe another center fielder might have been able to get that one and, and you look at this team getting ready to face the diamondbacks right the Diamondbacks are maybe the fastest team in baseball. So you're going to see a lot of speed down there at Chase Field in Phoenix this coming week. That should be a very fun young battle. You're also going to get both of their aces. You're going to get Zach Allen and you're going to get Merrill Kelly. So it's not going to get easier, but Zach Allen has been off to a slow start, much like Corbin Burns has been. Uh, what, do you, what are your early impressions of the Diamondbacks or even this West Coast road trip as a whole, because they will get the Padres. They also will get the Mariners at the end of it. You know a thing or two about Seattle. So this is a very interesting trip, because we talk about these first nine games being a big test for the Brewers. Well, it doesn't get any easier with these next three series. Yeah, I think that the uh, the Diamondbacks are a little bit underrated as well. I mean, very, very athletic, uh, especially their outfield. Um, and they have a, an ace pitcher in Gallon that, that maybe might be off to a rough start. You got Kelly, who is on, you know, Team USA. So, I mean, they're all established. I mean, Drew Olson, my friend, when we'd go on a road trip, like going to play the Dodgers, and I think we're facing 
Kevin Brown, Darren Dreifert, and Sandy Koufax, whatever, right? And he, I'm like, hey man, they're on the schedule. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna elude the the team. So you got to go out there and, and win some games on the road. And and like you said, it looks like the Brewers are gonna be very tough to beat at home. So you just gotta fight on the road. You know, you're gonna have some up, upstart teams with the Diamondbacks and the Mariners. So I mean, it'll be a, be a good test for them. It will be a good test. Jeff Cirillo joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings on this Easter Sunday. All right, now we can sit back and watch the Masters, right, my friend, right? Yes, I got it on right now. I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Reed just missed a, a birdie putt, looks like, on 15. So uh, I'm rooting for John Rahm. I hope he brings it home right now. And uh, not that you're going to leave us here on Brewers Extra Innings, but, Jeff, we'll let you go today. Thanks for your time and your insight, as always. And we'll be chatting with you late night tomorrow after the Diamondbacks and the Brewers. Sounds good. Happy Easter, everyone. See you, Dom. Happy Easter to you as well. Jeff Cirillo here on Brewers Extra Innings. We're going to take a break. The news coming up after the breaks, and we'll have more coverage after this Brewers victory and series win over the Cardinals. Stay with us. Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers fans, it's me, Dom Catronio, host of Brewers Extra Innings, here to tell you that you can now catch Brewers Extra Innings wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, and of course, WTMJ.com and the WTMJ mobile app. Every stat, every storyline, and of course, highlights from the games this season following the Brewers all year long. Catch Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Fifth Third Bank, right here on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. You're listening to Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Fifth Third Bank on WTMJ. First pitch swinging. It's a drive to center. O'Neill is back at the track. It is gone. Yelich's first blast of the season. He's got three hits today, and the Brewers lead it four to one. It's good to hear Yelly Homers. His first of the year. Lane Grindle's call there. We'll have highlights coming up. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to hear from Council later as well. But right now, it's time for Who's Hot and Who's Cold, presented by Cider Heating and Cooling. Trust in your family's comfort at home with Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Cider's highly trained technicians provide a one-stop shop for all home and business comfort needs, including an emergency service line that's always live. Get peace of mind by scheduling maintenance today with Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Cider, S-E-I-D-E-R, dot Calm. Who's hot? Who's cold? I mean, we can keep saying the bullpen's hot, but let's talk about Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas is hot. Mentioned it with Jeff Cirillo. Came into hitting barely over the Mendoza line in his career in April. And right now he's hitting 343 when you include today's three-hit performance. Willie's getting hot. This is not normal for him to be this hot this early. Not always swinging from the home run ball. A couple of doubles. He's got two homers now, though. Great signs from Willie early backing up his record-setting season from a season ago. Who's cold? I'm going to go there. The Cardinals. They're cold. The Cardinals have something to figure out right now. They have made weird mistakes when attacking with 3-0 and and 3-1 counts. Uh, they've figured out, they've seen they put the Tyler O'Neill stuff past them this week about him hustling or not hustling, whatever that ended up coming to the conclusion with Ali Marmol, you know, kind of outing him in the media. They have injuries in the pitching rotation. Their bullpen, the middle relief bullpen, has not been pitching very well, and they need to figure out what the heck is going on in their uh, left field situation, in their center field situation. There are a lot of questions in their outfield right now. And will they have somebody, aside from Michaelis and Montgomery, able to step up 
coming up here in the early portions of the first half. And you can't lose a division in the first half. I mean, just because I don't care. Like Jeff said, you can never count the Cardinals out, but they are certainly, certainly very, very cold right now. They have not won a series yet this season, but they ain't going anywhere. I'm not going to count them out, but it's true. They are very cold right now. So that's who's hot and who's cold, presented by Cider Heating and Cooling. Uh, in a little bit, we're going to hear from Craig Council and really just some positive energy happening right now in that Brewers clubhouse. And the Diamondbacks playing the Dodgers, and they've been beating up on the uh, the Dodgers in this series. They're up 11-3 to right now with 16 hits in this game are the Diamondbacks. Uh, and the Dodgers are also dealing with some injuries right now, too. You look at their schedule, for so far for Arizona, they got beat up by Los Angeles in the uh, opener opening series of the year, and then they've really kind of bounced back since then for Arizona. They lost three out of four, or excuse me, they split that series with the the Dodgers in the first go around in Dodger Stadium. Then they came back for a quick two-gamer with the Dodgers, split that series as well. Now they're on the verge of winning the series against L.A., but it doesn't exactly get easier, of course, with the Brewers coming to town. But the point is, they have been playing some very good baseball, and they're going to be far from a pushover on this series. Looking at their uh, their stats right now, leading the way is actually Luis Rojas. He's been off to a white-hot start. Or excuse me, not Luis Rojas, but rather Josh Rojas. He's a 10 for 23, 435 average, no homers, but three doubles, also a pair of stolen bases. They're going to run. They've got 17 stolen bases this season. That includes today's action. 17 stolen bases is the most in baseball. And get this, they've only been caught once. So they're going to try to create some havoc out there uh, this week in Chase Field. That's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, as we'll be with you late nights this week, 8 o'clock first pitches tomorrow and on Tuesday. And then the earlier start, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a 3 o'clock local start on uh, Wednesday. I'll double-check that for you right now. As uh, the Brewers, we're going to get ready to head on out west. It's a 2.40 first pitch, I should say, on Wednesday uh, against Arizona. We're going to hear from the manager, Craig Council, coming up next. Stay with us. This is Brewers Extra Innings. You're listening to Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Fifth Third Bank on WTMJ. Two balls and two strikes now. New sign for Milner and the pitch. Hey, struck him out swinging. And the inning is over. Hobie Milner takes care of the St. Louis pinch hitter. The take I had, death. Taxes and Hobie Milner leaving an inherited runners on base. I tweet that kind of stuff during the game. At Dom underscore Catronio. You may get a few random golf tweets in there too, so I apologize. But uh, that's where you can follow me on Twitter as well. We'll be here all year long on Brewers Extra Innings. Right now, though, let's hear from the skipper, Craig Council, after beating the Cardinals 6-1 to and getting another great performance from Freddie Peralta going six innings strong. It's really more than just the same that's, that we've seen since um, since really the first pitch he threw this spring. Um, he's he's been dialed in. He's been feeling great. Um, it's it's been clearly different than how he finished the season um, or how he you know had to kind of endure the second half, like most of the second half of last year. So. Um, you know, in in a way, like not surprised what he's doing right here because this is, um, I think, when he's when he's doing well, this is what it looks like. 
think it's 23 and a third scoreless innings now for the bullpen. Kind of a new look. Just what have you seen from them, how they've been able to adjust, adjust to their role this rapidly? Well, they're, they're doing a heck of a job. Um, you know, I mean, it, today was a day where we're kind of picking each, picking each other up. I thought Toby picking picking Matt Bush up today was huge, and we've had we've had a number of outings like that before. They're sharing the load. Um, they're, they're they're pitching in different times when when they have to, um, and it's it's spelled a great start for them. Uh, they, they've been absolutely exceptional. Strez in particular is, um, you know, he's got a scoreless streak. I think going back to last season. What what's is it just been kind of more of the same for him as it was last year? I mean, Strez is really since he stepped foot in the big leagues has been a very good pitcher. Um, he, he's got outs. He's got big outs. Um, and he threw a great slider to Arenado today um, to, to finish that inning off. Uh, it's just. It's you know it's a good it's a good movement on the fastball. It's a good change up to lefties when he needs it. It's a really good sweep and slider, um, and that's a lot to handle for the hitter. What about Matt Bush, Craig? You know, a reliever is going to have innings like that where they sort of lose their command a little bit and have to get it back. Yeah, I mean, I think he just fell behind a lot of hitters today. Um, just as simple as that. Um, you know, and then the pitch count got got pretty high there, and. Um, you know, I just I didn't want to get stuck with, you know, having Holby come into a like a really difficult spot and a lot of pitches. So um, just just lost command a little bit and fell behind hitters. Offensively, you guys, especially when you're scoring, seem to be doing it in bunches. The seventh inning again today. What is it right now with this group? Does it seem contagious? Well, we, we just, we're getting contributions. I mean, you, you can pick everybody in the lineup now, and we've got contributions from the first nine games, big contributions in the first nine games from everybody. Um, and that's, that's a good offense. That's just a tough offense to, to regularly keep down. Um, so today was, was Yelly with a big day and Willie with a big day. and Rowdy had a big hit, the top of the lineup doing a great job. Um, and in some earlier games this home center was the bottom of the lineup that had, had done a great job. So when you're getting that kind of all around the lineup, um, that's that's what good stretches of baseball look like. Lots of players contributing, um, and, and that's what we're doing right now. I guess Adamus and Yelich got to wear the cheese head today as a Wisconsin native. What do you? Th- how do you like that cheese ke- the cheese head celebration? <laughs> I- I'm all for it. It's, it's a good idea. It was a great idea by Willie. You get Yelly to wear the cheese head. Um, he, he's normally a little reserved about that stuff, so I was, I was, I was happy that he put it on for sure. It shows that everybody's having fun right now. That's right. I That's think right. what Yelly said out there to Sophia is that we're together right now. Um, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of. Yeah, I, I think that's that's exactly right, um, and it's because a lot of people are contributing. And I mean, I, everybody on the roster has contributed um, in the first first nine games, and like I said, that's why we're off to a good start. How big is it to be able to get some momentum? Uh, you know, with a five and one homestand going on this long road trip now. Yeah, diff- obviously a difficult road trip. Um, you know, it's a difficult schedule to start the season for us, so this this will be a challenge. Uh, we're going to play three very good baseball teams, um, but um, you know, playing good baseball and we've played good baseball and got some guys off to a good start. We got you know the start today by Freddie. It, I think puts the bullpen back in order, um, so we're we're in good shape going into uh, going into a new series. Good shape to say the least right now for Craig Council's club, the manager, after a 6-1 win today against the Cardinals. We'll get to the highlights coming up next on Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! 
time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. Easter Sunday finale of this homestand and series, a rubber game, Cardinals and Brewers. Freddie Peralta versus Jake Woodford. Both pitchers were scoreless in the first two innings of this one. We picked things up, though, in the bottom of the third after a one-out walk to Joey Weimer, then a single by Christian Yelich with two outs, Willie Adamas at the plates. Woodford 2-1. High fly ball, deep left field. Back on it is Wilson at the track. It'll run off the wall and left. Weimer will score. Yelich on his horse. He's around third. He will score. A two-run double for Willie Adamas and the Brewers. Take the early lead. It's 2 to nothing, crew. They would never trail in this one. Lane Grindle's call there. Now we fast forward to the fifth inning. Willie Adamas at the plate once again. This one to left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and go! For Willie Adamas! And the Brewers add one more on a home run by Adamas. Bob Euchre's call. The clank you hear was the very top of the bullpen wall in left center field for Willie's second home run of the season. So it's now 3-1 Brewers. However, things got tense later on in the seventh inning. Peter Strzelecki coming in after great work from Freddie Peralta. Six strong frames, only one run in seven Ks. Strzelecki allowed two base runners with two outs, and he had the tall task of Nolan Arenado at the plate. Nothing really gets to him. He is a cool customer on the mound. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss! He struck him out! chased a slider off the plate. Lane's call there. Strzelecki gets the hold, and then the Brewers open the floodgates in the bottom of the seventh, led by Yelich. Christian Yelich first pitch swinging. It's a drive to center. O'Neill is back at the track. It is gone. Yelich's first blast of the season. He's got three hits today, and the Brewers lead it 4-1. to one. It's great to see the left fielder getting the job done. He also made a great diving catch earlier in this game. Great day all around for Christian Yelich. Roddy Telez would also add a two-run double in that seventh inning. And finally in the ninth, Devin Williams would shut the door, even though it wasn't a save, to get him some work. And the Brewers would win this one by a final of 6-1. to one. They have the National League's best record at 7, excuse me, at 6-2. and two. We'll have more to come after this on Brewers Extra Innings. You're listening to Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Fifth Third Bank on WTMJ. All right, just wrapping up the show here now, the Brewers. What a start. It is 7-2, by the way. I'm not crazy. The box score did an update on me, but hey, we're all human. 7-2 start. Great stuff. Best record in the National League. The only team with a better record, the undefeated Tampa Bay Rays. What a start they've been off to. They just swept the Oakland A's today. They've won every single one of their games by at least four runs. What a start for them down in St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay. So, when you look at this upcoming schedule for the Brewers, you mentioned the Diamondbacks. Tomorrow, coverage starts at 8.05 right here on the home of the Brewers, 620 WTMJ. I'll be staying up late with you tomorrow night and Tuesday night for Brewers Extra Innings after both of those games. No post-game show on Wednesday for the day game. That coverage starts at 2 o'clock, and then I'll be back for the weekend against the Padres, a four-game set Thursday through Sunday, we will have post-game shows after every single one of those. And don't forget, 
They're all available in podcast form after the fact as well. So you don't have to stay up late. You can listen to it the next morning, and it's going to be A-OK. Again, Brewers Extra Innings is the name of the feed. Wherever you get your podcast, go ahead and subscribe. You'll also get the morning interviews with Brewers 360 on Wisconsin Morning News. Craig Council, Matt Arnold, Jeff Levering, Sophia Minard all make appearances, and Adam McAlvey throughout the season. That will also populate your feed as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and thanks again to Jeff Cirillo on this Easter. I'm Dom Catronio. For our producer, Evan Wittalison, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep on swinging.